So obviously we do a ton of videos where we kind of compare players and rank them against each other. So I figured today is a perfect day to finally make it clear where we stand on every player in the league, or at least the best ones. And we're going to rank our top 30 players in the NBA. Yeah, this one's exactly. tough. This one was so tough. Tough as hell. Is there's there's so much talent in the league and like going from nine to thirteen, right? Going mm-hmm. going from like outside the top ten, you always feel like you're leaving somebody out. I yeah. This this is tough. I can't wait to see yeah. our list though. It's gonna be fire. Facts. This just shows that like how talented the NBA is today. Facts. And I feel like. Over the last three or four years, you've been constantly saying, yo, this is the most talented the league has, has ever had. And, like, the year following, it always gets topped. Just because yeah. so much improvement, so many, like, young elite players are stepping in the NBA. Even uh, even like even outside of the top tier, like, I think the most top tier loaded we've seen is, like, 2017 or so, back when we had, like, Harden, Curry, KD, LeBron, all could be, like, the best player in the league. But yeah. th- the problem with this year is that there's so many young players that made a big leap, so so much has changed in your list this year. Like, if you do it the past four years, it's all been kind of the same. But now there's all these young guards, specifically. So, it'll be tough. I can't wait to see what you guys think. Before we get into it, we always forget to do this. If you're watching on YouTube, do us a favor. Drop a like, subscribe. Help the video get seen by more people. If you're listening on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, rate us five stars. If all these platforms, you see our screen on the screen right now. You can see our all of our Twitters. Go ahead and follow us all on there. Just keep up with everything. Yeah. Yes. I need Let's get to get these fucking rankings. This month. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get into it. I think we should start with the back half, or specifically the back third. Okay. So we can go one by one. Let's list out our 21 through 30. I'll go first. At number 30, I have Carl Anthony Towns. Okay. He was, the hardest debate for me was putting him or De'Aaron Fox. So De'Aaron Fox is my first cut. He didn't make the list. Wow. We'll get into the reason. That it, is it was tough. Okay. Crazy. Okay. Yeah. So I got I got Cat is... at 30, Gobert at 29, Ingram at 28, wow. Darius Garland at 27, DeMar DeRozan at 26, Bam Adebayo at 25, Drew Holiday at 24, James Harden at 23, which is nuts, Jalen Brown at 22, and Tyrese Halliburton at 21. Okay. Wow. Okay. That's a that's a lot to unpack right there. Yeah. There's, yeah. there's some similarities, some differences already. Yeah. I'm, Read out I'm, yours and then we'll go piece I'm, by piece. I'm very, I'm very interested. Why why cut Deer and Fox? Yeah. So, yeah, it came down to him versus Cat. And my gut, I'm, like, so anti-cat naturally that I wanted to be like, oh, I don't want this big who can't defend and do yeah. all this. But, like, at the end of the day, I think De'Aaron is just more normal. You know what I mean? There's, like, a lot of guards these days. His value above the rest of the comparable starters isn't as high. Like, he's a very good, relatively high-volume scorer. He's at 23 points per game right now on solid efficiency. Yeah. But it's not amazing efficiency. He's not an amazing passer. He's not well, he's so amazing good. inside. What are you talking? He's one of, the, like... His numbers inside are fucking ridiculous. For sure, but there's, there's a lot of other parts of the court where his scoring is just average. You know what I mean? And I think at the end sure. of the day, Cat, the matchup nightmares he creates, where fives are too slow to guard him, fours are too small to guard him. I think I'm trying to. I didn't let myself get biased by the fact that they suck this year because they stupidly put him next to another center. I think yeah. if you adequately build around both of them, there's a little bit higher of a ceiling around Cat. Uh, yeah, I think okay. I just don't like you're i i argue against that so because i think your ceiling is automatically maxed out capped when you have a center who is basically yeah. you know you know what he is on defense yeah yeah for sure and what if you put a really good four next to him like draymond green or jared vanderbilt like they had you saw they had some success last year like you can find pieces around him to make up for those and if you can make yeah, up but for we're that talking about him as a player not talking about like this these what if things we're talking about him you know sure but you got to account for when you're talking about value you got to think about like using them correctly you know what i mean yeah, exactly. True. 
I just like guards a lot better who are who are easier to build around and play next to, and you don't need yeah. all these extra specific pieces next to them. So same thing, you can say you, know, you need certain pieces around De'Aaron Fox to help amplify his game, but mm-hmm. you're like De'Aaron Fox is going to do what he does best at the end of the day. And if you can, if you put a non-shooter next to him, sure, he's still going to get his buckets off, but it's not going to be to the same effect. And you can say the same thing about quarantine towns and what is happening right now in minnesota i disagree with that i, I like you put two yeah it's two, tough I, I, i'm not you have it, two obviously. players yeah. in the minnesota timberwolves who are not even 500 right now and the sacramento kings beam team they're like what top six in the western <laughs> conference if i'm not yeah. like the beam that's Light crazy as hell yeah that's just You're gonna it's get all about fit that. it's all about fit like i, I have gobert at 29 cat yeah. at 30 like individually yeah. they're both great together i didn't let myself get biased by the fact they look like shit together Put them apart and build around them properly. They're both really good players. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Wait, okay. That's not fair. <laughs> I, I, it it, it kind of is. It, <laughs> it, it kind of is because I like, and I, I won't go into my list right now, but I, like, I can understand the logic for having Fox like kind of outside the top 30. You He's had, 31, so it's like, I mean, you put him at 30, it's fine. They're yeah. Yeah. clearly similar. The top of that range. So you had, mm. so who'd you have at, at 21? I had Tyrese Halliburton at 21. Okay. So these next four, five names are were so hard for me. Okay. Tyrese Halliburton at twenty one, Jalen Brown at twenty two, James Harden at twenty three, Drew at twenty four, and Bam at twenty five. Wow. Okay. 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 I'm I'm, like the Bam I'm cool with I'm cool with all of those. I'm cool yeah, with okay. all of those. I think. Hmm. I think for Tyrese, a lot of it is like, we just kind of see the greatness already. And I think, like, the, even though that the sample size has been really, really small in terms of, like, just this year taking yeah. that leap, it's very clear. Like, none none of the things that he's doing are, oh, he's just... yeah. Yeah, they're, they're, none of them are like, oh, he's just playing crazy right now. They're all things of, like, building blocks of, oh, this is yeah, why, sure. this is why. People are going to say I'm overreacting, putting him higher. Like, people are going to hate that Jalen Brown is behind him because Jalen Brown has a bag, averages a lot of points, and, you know, people don't watch the Pacers. They don't really see bag. what Tyrese is doing. But Tyrese is leading the league in assists. He's probably like the fourth or fifth best passer alive. He has a 60% true shooting percentage on 20 points per game. So he's like elite of the elite score already. Not the volume that some of these other guys are at, but like still 20 points per game on elite shooting. And clearly he's like, they're winning games. Like the paces are surprisingly good because of him and the offensive engine he is. Like I can't, I want to put him higher, honestly. Yeah. I'm cool. I'm cool yeah. with all of that. Your, your list makes sense to me. No, no, honestly, no complaints. How do you guys feel about the DeRozan placement at 26? Because that one was one that people are going to hate too. Uh, I mean, I'm fine with that. I don't have any crazy gripe against it. I mean, DeMar DeRozan is doing DeMar DeRozan things. But, like, are you letting some of the Bulls... He's not having a good, as good of a season as last year. But I wonder if, like, if you, <laughs> yeah. if the Bulls being asked had any decision with that too. I think it's the opposite. I think last year, him being so good, remarkably better than he's ever been, kind of had too much of an impact in people's mind and made him think he was better than he is. And I feel like now he's just being regular to Marta Rosen, right? Like I think last year was kind of an anomaly in terms of shot making. Yeah. Listen, he goes, I, I think, I think you're right. And to, to be honest, I have him ranked at the exact same spot. He's, he's 26. Love to me. see it. He's, he's 20, he's 26 <laughs> for me. It's just like, there was a lot of stuff. Like we never saw DeMar act the way that he was acting last year. <laughs> he was crazy last year. Scoring yeah. scoring 35 every night on 50, 60% yeah. shooting is just ridiculous. All these game winners. The, the whole Bulls run from last year, they were not supposed to be good last 
like as good as they were. I think the Bulls yeah. team that we're seeing this year was is more indicative of the talent that they have around them. This is kind of what I thought they were going to look like at the start of last season. They had a lot of like non-defenders, weird fits, and obviously like Lonzo's injury has hurt everything. Zach Levine's knees are falling off the bone and everything, but like <laughs> Damn. Yeah. They I mean yeah. they, they they are. But yeah, DeRozan, he's he's solid. He's a he's a two, think, he's a two K guy, and he, just, you can go get buckets with him. Exactly. I don't think most people realize just how bad a defender he is because he's big. He doesn't scream bad defender, but like he don't be doing shit out there. He just stands yeah. around like he does not have any type of presence on defense. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let me hear one of your guys's. Get the next person going. All right, I'll go. I can go. I'll go. I oh yeah, go ahead. Sounds All like right. you're similar to Isaac. Yeah. Okay. So at thirty, yeah. So we'll, we'll go. We'll go thirty up. Yeah. Go backwards. Okay. So at thirty. I have Brandon Ingram at 29, wow. 29, 29, I have cat 28. I have Gobert. 27. I have De'Aaron Fox 26. I have DeMar DeRozan 25. I have Jalen Brown 24. I have James Harden 23. I have Darius Garland at 22. I have Bam and at 21. I have Kyrie. Oh, so you have no Drew Holiday. No, I don't. What Damn. I don't. I feel that's like I was too low on Drew Holiday, but I dude, don't. And that's that's one of the, Drew Holiday is going to be one of the ones at the turn that um that that gets like left off. But mm-hmm. and it's like it's like I felt like this at every single of like the nineteen twenty yeah. nine ten where I'm like hot, like they should be top like they should be top ten they should be top twenty this and that yeah and it's just not going to happen. But yeah, that's that's my list. Okay, so, so explain explain De'Aaron over Drew Holiday to me. Yeah. Okay. I think that I think that with De'Aaron Fox's improved shooting this year, I think he adds a, a lot more. And there's some stuff with with Drew. I see him and he's a fantastic defender. He can he can yeah. dis- he can distribute the ball well offensively whenever he scores. And I feel like every time I watch him, he's so erratic in terms of his his scoring and his shooting. And there's some hmm. nights where Drew Holiday As in like inconsistent? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. There's okay. some there's some nights where Drew there's some nights where Drew Holiday is gonna be eleven of thirteen and he's gonna have this really good game. And then there's other times where I'm gonna turn on and he's gonna be two for fifteen. And I yeah. don't and I don't think that I get that variance on the offensive event in terms of scoring with De'Aaron. And so I think that I think that that matters a lot. I think that De'Aaron being one on his team instead of Drew being two point five, I guess two. Yeah. That 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 also him um, and Chris are pretty similar, just different roles. Yeah, but like that that adds some value for Which, De'Aaron for me. Chris is somebody we should mention. We both left off. He was another person with De'Aaron Fox who was like in that thirty one, thirty two range. He just didn't yeah, quite yeah. make it. Want to make sure we give him a little bit of flowers. He's in this range. Yeah. And it's it's also weird because we haven't seen that much of Chris this year, um, be, yeah. because because of injury. But like when he's healthy, I I he's one of the reasons why I picked the Bucks to win the championship is because mm-hmm. I thought that his ability to score and space the floor and, and also play make is going to help the Bucks um, a, a great deal. But yeah, so that that's why I would have De'Aaron over Drew. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Okay, what else stood so, out to you, Mo? Uh, where where is De'Aaron at on your list? De'Aaron's at twenty-seven. He's over. He's over Gobert. He's over Cat. He's over Brandon Ingram. Oh, no! We should do so we can look at this. Send your the ten you just named. Send it in the group chat so we yeah, can like okay. read them as you talk. Okay, and I'll send mine too. Gotcha. One other thing, I you said you had Brandon Ingram at thirty, and Cat yeah. at twenty-seven or twenty-eight or maybe it's twenty-nine. Mm-hmm. What's the logic behind Cat above Ingram? 
that sticks out like crazy. Okay, I think as listen, y'all wait. Let me let me send this list over to you guys. Um, yeah, but my okay, cool. Y- y'all should that, have Kat, Ingram's hard to rank right now because some people Ingram's kind of divisive right now. Some people view him as like maybe he's pushing number twenty nineteen. So so having him as low as thirty is interesting to me. I think uh-huh. that I think that Cat offensively is just much more talented. I think he's a better offensive player than, than Brandon Ingram. I think he yeah, can... I have I, no problem with that. I think he can space the floor uh, much more than, than Brandon Ingram. I think that, for me, my biggest criticism of Cat has been more on the mental side, more on the defensive side. But mm, Brandon... True. But, but offensively, there's not a lot that he can't do. And like you said, it's not his fault that they paired him with the worst yeah. person that you would want to pair him with. And so he's looked... He's looked um, very pedestrian this year, but if you look at everything that he had that he was doing coming into this year, you know he has the whole thing where he's like, "I'm the greatest shooting big man of all time." I don't yeah. agree with that, but he has a claim because he's like that, For sure. you yeah. know. And so he's a he's a very he can score at volume. He can he can do all that. And Brandon still hasn't gotten to that level of high volume scoring that Cat yeah, has. Is that- is that just well, he because can't, of who he's though, playing with? Because yeah, yeah it's just who's playing with. And you're, I think you're even, at this point, even last even last year, even last year, whenever Zion's not, yeah, even last year, whenever Zion's not there, he doesn't get to to twenty four twenty. Like a bad offensive season yeah. for Cat is still right now the peak for Ingram. And Ingram may okay. very he may very well get there. He just yeah. hasn't done it yet. And so that's why I'm taking Cat right there. Okay, okay. so well, my I'll thing, let you go first, Mo. Yeah, so my thing is. Uh, Isaac, can you re- to the viewers? Can you tell them what like how we're shaping out our top thirty and like the criteria yeah. we used? Good. I'm, I probably should have said this earlier. You're right. Yeah. So we're gonna view this as this season, but not just this season. Picture it like if we've been doing this for years. There's like power rankings that change as you go, but it's not just based off the last 25 games that have been made this year. It's also accounting for what was done before. So you know we have some idea of sample size in there. So we're constantly moving it with a big emphasis on this season, but not solely the season, if that makes sense. Yeah, exactly. And a little bit of this is placed on, like, future projections and just a little bit of expectations. Exactly, yeah. And I expect someone like Brandon Ingram to go ahead and eventually go crazy. Not Maybe not, like, within these next 20 to 30 games, but maybe towards mm-hmm. the back half of the season. So because the Pelicans have so much to fucking work on. They're fucking yeah. elite already. They're not elite. All right? yeah. they're no, great. no, they're, they're, no, they're, they're absolutely elite. They're at the yeah, top of the great. conference. Yeah, yeah, but I won't put them in the final. When I think of elite, I'm like, this dude, this team can win the finals, and, I, and I'm damn hey, we, already there for that. We'll say this for next episode, but pretty soon we're going to be talking about them like that. Yeah, exactly. So, like, I just don't see the logic for cat behind Brandon Ingram but you know um I I, I can't be too mad at that I understand it for sure maybe I it's see just the logic me being so sure. down on cat maybe I it's see what you being mean so down on cat. Yeah. listen yeah, I, listen we I, I think it's safe to say that we're not a pro cat podcast right to, to put it lightly yeah so like it it was something that I definitely was was thinking about, and I wanted mm-hmm. him to. I didn't want to put him there, but yeah. he's a he's a really freaking good player. Yeah, facts. So I think the thing for me, why put because obviously I have him close to. You. I think I had Ingram at twenty eight, Cat at thirty. Mm-hmm. For me, it's I mentioned how in the best case scenario you have this version of Cat you can build around that is like elite on offense, and you can really do some interesting stuff with if you hide his defense. Mm-hmm. But there's nothing that you have to hide with Ingram. He's not a great defender. But he's like a fine defender, I think, yeah. at this point. And he fits into 
so many different ways of style of play. Like we talk about Paul George a lot as being like the most perfect portable star that you can put next to other stars and he elevates you. Yeah. I think Ingram's in that mold where he fits next to other players really well now that his outside yeah. shooting is so good. He's not quite the shooter of PG, not quite the defender of PG, not quite Sacks. the playmaker of PG, so he's a worse version of that. But I think yeah. that same logic makes him have more value, if that makes yeah. sense. Like just that, yeah. that role as a wing who can create his own shot and play next to other stars is extremely valuable. Yeah, I think if you're making and like I'm not even trying. I'm not even tr- trying to be disrespectful. But if you're trying to make like a 2K build, Brandon Ingram's like what you want. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But like the what has actually happened with him, we've seen the best of Brandon Ingram from for stretches, right? We saw it mm-hmm. in the playoffs for that stretch. We saw it at the end of last season, even even during his time with, with the Lakers, we saw stretches of him where he's like doing all this. I just haven't seen it consistently enough to where I'm gonna put him over somebody that has the offensive caliber of Cat. Yeah. It, it is easy to get caught up in the negative with Cat and forget that, like, we have seen him at his yeah. peak be considered much higher than 30. You know what I mean? Yeah. <sighs> yeah. So, the is, the, is, the, is there anything else that stands out from, nah, I guess? I think, I think yeah. your list is pretty straight. Yeah, you have Garland uh, pretty high, which I wanted from there, too. But I think when you look at the numbers this year, he's actually, like, not shooting nearly as well as you would think yeah. for his mm-hmm. caliber of, like, what you see when you watch him play. He looks so electric off the dribble. He's actually, like, not that efficient. I think he has, like, a 56% true shooting percentage, which is, like, that's crazy. like, 42 or something like that from the field, so. Yeah, yeah. Garland's, bad, Garland's the one like Garland's the one that I probably did the most, like, projecting forward. I, I really yeah. like I really like Darius Garland, so I put I put Me him too. a lot higher. So I, I noticed that Tyrese Hallamurn is in here. So you put Tyrese over Kyrie, which I like. I'll, I'll, I won't spoil it. We'll, we'll wait. Wow. Let's, let's wait until we get there. But I was yeah. tempted to do the same thing. I have yeah. them very close together, but we'll see where you put Tyrese. I'm excited. Yeah. All right, so now it's my time to go ahead and put my last Your time to shine. Yep. In, and I'm going to go ahead and enter this in the group chat. All right, and I'm ready about. to get shot up, all right? Talking. You know, yeah. I feel yeah, like my yeah. list is very different from y'all's, and I'm going to go ahead and read this out to the future. So at 30, I have Drew Holiday. At 29, nice. I have DeJounte Murray. At 28, you know, projecting for the future, I have LaMelo Ball. Oh, 27, <laughs> I have – yeah, I'm sorry. I We're – Okay, okay. Just for the keep, viewers, Kawhi is not any, on any of this list, all right? Oh, yeah, and, good mention. We're not counting yeah. Kawhi because he hasn't played all year last year and barely yeah. played this year. So we're going to wait until we see what he looks like. Exactly. And I was supposed to do this. We were all supposed to do, basically do the same thing with LaMelo Ball, but I was like, fuck all that shit. I'm putting LaMelo on that bitch. So <laughs> LaMelo 28, Aaron okay. Fox 27, Bam Adebayo 26, 25 is Darius Garland, 24, Tyrese Halliburton. And I'm okay. a huge Tyrese Halliburton fan. All right, so this is just for now. Anyways, you're just 23, saying that. Anthony Edwards, 22, you don't, DeMar. You don't mean yeah. that. 23, Anthony Edwards, 22, DeMar, and 21 is Jalen Brown. So Okay. Well, first thing, you got to get into Anthony Edwards because that's obviously you have him high as fuck. We didn't put him top 30. Yeah, yeah Anthony Edwards over these last few games since Cat has been out hasn't been spectacular, but he's been a lot better. And I think he's mm-hmm. been he's been figuring out how to play with a center like Rudy Gobert. And I think the chemistry is starting to grow and build. A lot better compared to how it started, and I'm projecting into the future a little bit. Of course, I don't think the Timberwolves are going to be a sub 500 team. I think that, I think that's what they are right now, and I expect this to be around that fucking 42, 43, 45 win range, yeah. whatever the case may be. And I just think that Anthony Edwards, his potential is still this isn't, isn't listed potential though. Like it has little. Some of some yeah. of the qualifications for this is based on just a little uh, bit, of really. it, not yeah, a lot. Like okay. I guess. So based on based off of what he did last year in the playoffs as well, hella impressive. Uh, and I it was before I should have mentioned this, but Cat in the playoffs as well. That's why like I didn't have him. On that's this fair. List. If you so counting playoff performance is makes much more sense than just like purely potential. So yeah, I understand that. 
I don't know. I feel like at this point, he's not an above average passer. He People want to say he's going to be this great defender. He's still just he's a solid defender. He's not bad in any way. He can contribute to a good defense, but he's not like overtly impactful. And his yeah. scoring is like there. His self-creation is impressive, but it's not quite put together to the point where it's like dominant and like as efficient as you need from someone in that role. Like he's yeah. just barely above league average efficiency with a 56% true shooting. Like I don't see how he's above some of the other names on this list. Like how is he better than James Harden? You know what I mean? That is true. Uh, James Harden, when it comes to efficiency, is in the same or in the same range, or maybe a little bit worse. Whatever the case may be. But is James Harden on your like list? That. Oh shit, yeah, he's he, not. He's not. He's not on this part. He's not on this part. He's on my list, but he's. Not oh on this okay. Part. Oh okay. He's higher. Yeah. Oh okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. 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 Yeah, good. Good. Exactly. Okay. So, uh, what stands out to me, and one of the biggest discrepancies that I've seen, of course, is the the whole Anthony Edwards thing, and then I would say I think it's also the fact that. That's what I was going to say. I think the fact that DeJounte Murray is on this list and I think the fact that Jalen Brown is at 21. And I know for you, I know for you, you probably were trying to push Jalen Brown a little bit higher. Uh Is is that, is that right? I was trying to push him a little bit higher just to give him flowers for how well he's been been playing. He's averaging like fucking 27 points per game. Yeah. He's been great this year. He's been fucking balling and like, I know that, like, if I'm taking peak players, this is not about a peak list right now. This is about, like, top 30 based off mm-hmm. of what we've seen in the past yeah. and also, like, where we where we feel like they're going to end up in the, in the at the end of the season. And when it comes to just this, this right now, I'm definitely taking Dylan Brown over every single one of these dudes that we have under them. You know? Okay. Yeah, that's fair. Okay. Yeah. So, Anthony Edwards. I, so, okay, the, what, to me, I feel like a big litmus test is Anthony Edwards versus Tyrese Halliburton. I yeah. know they're close together, so you probably view them similarly. Like I'm taking Tyrese over Ant easily, and I'm surprised you don't because I know you value passing a lot. Yeah, I definitely do value passing a lot, and my thing is that I feel like Anthony Edwards can get there. Tyrese Halliburton is basically Why? already there. What he have you seen to... from Ant that makes you think he can be a great playmaker? I feel like we I, haven't seen, seen a single bit I've of that. Seen, I've seen potential. I've seen the growth ever since Cat has been out of the lineup so far. I've seen. Okay, the, maybe I've, I haven't watched him enough lately, so maybe. But to the I level, but to the level of tire, but to the re- no, hell no, not to the level. It's the all around package with Ant and just the ability to be like, fuck it, go get me a bucket, and that his scoring yeah, ability like, will separate Tyrus Scott like... Alburn. I believe that Anthony Edwards will be able to go ahead and be at a not great level of a passer, but just an all right passer. Yeah, and. Above a slightly above average passer compared to Tyrese Halliburton and him being a fucking twenty five point per game scorer. I don't think that's. Do you consider term. Anthony Edwards a better scorer than Tyrese Halliburton right now? Right now, I right now I would say so. I see. I see why you it say. Depends that. Depends what you value, but I would that. say so. Yeah. Okay. Which a lot of people would say that because think, his build and type of player he is. But if yeah. you look at it, twenty three on average efficiency or twenty on elite efficiency. So it's like. But it's also important about how they get their buckets, though. True. Yeah. True. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's what that's what separates it to me, and I feel so like I guess. Ty- Mm-hmm. Go ahead. I feel like Tyrese he has a he has a limit on how he fucking scores because of how he shoots. That's the main thing. He's not he's not getting his buckets in a variety of ways compared to how someone like Anthony Edwards is. You know, what, and what are I, the variety of ways do you think separates him? Like, is it creation at the rim? Like, is that the difference to you? It's create. Yeah, you could say creation. That's a perfect example. Creation at the rim is mm-hmm. is, a, is a fucking great example. But also, just simply because of how he shoots, his shot, his shot is amazing. But there's just certain moves that he cannot do. Just like what? Like what? Do. And also, like, what do you mean, like what? Like what? What shots can't Tyrese What's Halliburton? Holding Tyrese back right yeah, now? what shots? What shots can't he make that Anthony Edwards can make? 
Well, one of the or, things or, that... Or is even able to take, I guess, in your... I assume you're talking about mid-range stuff because he doesn't quite have that yeah. footwork. It's kind of not where he likes to live. Is that what you mean? Yeah, things like that. There's just okay, certain okay. things that are missing in part of the game where I'm like, this dude is elite, but I don't know if he can be the elite. He can't be the elite yeah. elite. He's so already elite elite with how, with how he's playing. I know what you mean, but I think yeah. that's just... I think what that is what a lot of people do, kind of fall into like a visual bias on the archetypes of player we've come to expect is where you yeah. see Anthony Edwards and he's an athletic two guard that can dunk and finish the rim and Facts. shoot off the dribble. You kind of like view him in that package that a lot of former stars have been. And then Tyrese looks funky. You know, he, he doesn't shoot mid ranges this year. Like he went, we went from 41% of his shots being mid last year to 26. So like he's not shooting them at all. Instead, he's just shooting from above the break threes and at the rim. And you could say that's rigid, but I think it's like by choice. You know what I mean? And I think in terms of impact, it, isn't as versatile as you're saying, like for Ant, which I understand, but I don't think it's out of inability. I think it's like just style of play. You know what I mean? Yeah. No. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I don't know because even in college, fucking Tyrese didn't get to the rim like that. He's in in his first couple years yeah. in the league. He he. I think he averaged like one free throw a game. The fuck is that shit, yeah. bro? It's only three now. Like it is tough. Well, it's, three three it's, made a game. Yeah. Exactly. But if he ever figures that part of the game, then okay. You know, he and if he if That's he figures that part of the game, and also Anthony Edwards doesn't end up getting there and doesn't project to how I think he's going to project it, then okay, you got it, you know. But I'm not, I'm not, I'd, I'd be willing to bet my last dollar that Anthony Edwards would be, uh, will end up as a better player. Really? You going to be okay. broke. For sure. <laughs> you yeah, going to sure. be broke. I'm willing to do that. I'm, I'm willing to do that. <laughs> okay. No, they're close. I get it. I, I see the vision with, you're weighing potential more than we are. I think exactly. we're kind of like, what we're not really weighing potential into it, which that's the difference. And if that's the case, sure prior to the season if you would have asked us to make a list of what we assume it'll be we would have yeah. put anthony edwards higher he just hasn't really like put it together yeah. and the way he's struggling with the team construction is like a flaw i think of his yeah but when i'm looking I, at I his fucking you. playoff stats dog he shot he had 25 on 45 percent yeah, he was great from no, the field it was nice. fucking 40 it was nice. from the field he was nice as fuck and i'm just like yeah when it comes to young players i i'm projecting a little bit more i'm projecting a little bit more mm-hmm. and taking a little bit from their pass from their pass so okay yeah i understand Anyway, I don't think I think we could probably move on to the next ten. I don't see anything terribly crazy about the rest of your list. Obviously, Lamelo Ball is on our list. I don't think he should be. Yeah, whatever. I mean, he just dropped twenty seven <laughs> on the fucking Hawks. So I was like, yeah, this dude needs to be back. I, I think that <laughs> game literally put him on my list. So I was reach for that one. <laughs> and Dejounte Murray's on there. It's just Hawks bias. Like Dejounte Murray's very good, but like yeah. he's not better than Drew Holiday. I'm not going there. I, I he put up better numbers last year because he's higher usage. But yeah, I, I think Drew's a better defender. And that's the main thing that Dejounte is great at. I guess he's a better passer than Drew, but other he's than that, a better I defender and passer, and just a, I think overall score. But I mean, you know, Drew has. I I, I give Drew his flowers. I'm not I'm not going to the nail with that. Drew is solidified on that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Maybe I would have been more inclined to put Murray higher if he was on a team where he wasn't being minimized next to Trey. If I would have felt like we could see it again, maybe that sample size would have got me. So I, yeah. I don't hate it. All right. Let's well, let's let's get into this next one. I'm yeah. curious. Yeah. We spent a lot of time on the back ten. Let's move on. Yeah, that's the most. That's this is this part. This part is going to be very fun because we're going to get the cutoffs from the top ten, and this is this is the one where it's going to feel it's going to feel yeah. disrespectful whenever we're talking about the eleventh best player in the league. Exactly. This feels like the most serious conversation we've had right now. <laughs> I know, like, fact, oh. it's so so serious. We're not loose. I was thinking that. Yeah. Bro, this list was hard to make. It's hard as fuck. I yeah. honestly didn't have like a great time making this list because I just felt, <laughs> you know, I had a terrible time. I felt yeah. so <laughs> bad, like leaving I people came on le- this bit stressed. <laughs> like, bro, I was putting myself through all these mental exercises, trying to like 
what does value mean? Yeah. Yeah. What is impact? <laughs> he pulled out his basketball <laughs> philosophy book for this thing. <laughs> Facts. That's what I got to do. Yeah. This list got, right. got real existential. Facts. Okay. Here's my next 10. At 20, I have Kyrie Irving. 19, Trey Young. 18, Pascal Siakam. 17, Zion Williamson. 16, wait, am I reading this right? I'm not looking at the numbers. I forgot I just lost my place. Yeah, okay. 16, okay. Shea Gildress Alexander. 15, Donovan Mitchell. Fuck! 14, Jimmy Butler. 13, Devin Booker. 12, Damian Lillard. And 11, Paul George. Okay. Okay, okay. This was hard. Yeah. I hated this. I put myself through hell. Placing Tyrese, Shea Gildress Alexander, Trey Young, and Kyrie was incredibly difficult. Like, ugh. there's so much around Kyrie. How do you weigh that? I ended up throwing him at 20. Okay, bro, okay. I forgot to throw in. I literally had Shay on my list, and then I, uh, bro, I Shay, I left Shay out on my list, bro. I have to. Oh, dumbass. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's funny. Okay. okay, so go ahead and think about that. You're obviously gonna knock number thirty off. So Drew Holiday's off the list for you. Go ahead yeah. and think about where you're gonna put Shay. <laughs> okay, I'm look. I'm looking at at your list right now, Isaac. Mm-hmm. What's the argument for Paul George over Dame? Yeah, I think they're incredibly close. I don't really have a great one. If you want to flip them, Dame could be 10 through 12. I wouldn't argue. Mm -hmm. I think what it is for Paul George is what I described earlier, where he's just the perfect star to play next to other stars. And I think portability next to stars is the most important thing for being at this top tier. Because a lot of players could be the number one guy on a team and lead you to a solid, you know, manageable offense. Mm -hmm. That's very doable in the modern NBA. Not a lot of guards have the ability to play next to other ones and still thrive. Like Trey Young's at number 19 right now. Because we're seeing him and DeJounte Murray struggle together. Not really his fault because DeJounte's a shit fit with him, I think. But you kind of see why Trey isn't as conducive to play next to other stars because he needs a ball in his hands. Paul George has never been that guy. He produces at the highest level, great efficiency, great on-ball defense, can shoot, is portable next to other guys, and he's not needy in any way. Okay. Mm. Okay. That's, that's just a lot of value there. That's, that's fair. That's fair. I think Defense is the main thing that separates those two, I think. Okay. So, sounds cool. good. I'm happy think, that you gave Jimmy Butler his respect. Yeah, I mean, originally I had him over Devin Booker because I felt obligated to because people want to tell me that Jimmy Butler is Superman. But I ended up putting <laughs> Devin Booker above him because I just think Devin Booker's better. I think Devin Booker's a better off-ball player. He's better with the ball in his hands. Obviously, he's not as good of a defender. I think he's more yeah. consistent, especially in the regular season, which matters. People seem to think it doesn't, but it matters to lead the seeding and wins, and yeah. I, I would easily pick him. I think that... I think the most interesting thing on your list right now is Zion over Siakam. Yeah, it was hard. I think I that, think that's that's the one for me where I'm 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 looking at it. Really? Why is that? Why are you looking at it like sideways? Because Siakam's really good. Siakam's two time. He he's two time All NBA and like for, Siakam's him. Yeah. Yeah. So I didn't. I'm not passionate about that. Like, if you want to flip him, go ahead. Especially because mm-hmm. Siakam's like a noticeably better defender right now. Mm-hmm. I think with Zion, the thing is that. I'm using recency bias right now with Zion, but because I think it's very like replicable and it's going to be who he is going in the future. Mm-hmm. We're seeing him the last like two weeks scoring 30, 35, 32, like every night just being an elite high volume scorer because he's finally putting it together on how to use his rim volume to also be a better playmaker and leverage that for create outside shots for his teammates and his defense is getting better. I just think we're starting to see him put it together that it's kind of like with Tyrese Halliburton. I'm willing to be one of the early ones on putting him up higher rather than waiting a long time and making him prove it to me. I'm ready to wow. say this is who he is. Listen, that's that's cool because, again, I kind of did the same thing with, uh, yeah. with with Zion. I did 
Listen, I did a lot of projecting with 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 Zion, yeah. so I'm not I'm not mad at it. I just think the that pairing and seeing those two names next to each other yeah. is yeah, is, re- is really interesting. And also, Siakam's great because he's this great off ball defender. He can be this help side guy and a versatile on ball defender. He can he's his passing has been great this year. He's averaging almost seven assists and he's yeah. can create lots of shots off the dribble. But he's not as efficient as a scorer as you would think. Mm-hmm. So like. If he was like a really high level scorer, then it'd be like, oh, this guy's got to be like damn near number ten. Yeah. But because he's a good shot creator for himself, not a, not great, I'm willing to put him below Zion, who I think shot creation for his for him is just way more impactful. Yeah, I think the Shea love is is very it's very interesting. Um, seeing yeah. seeing Shea over Trey Young right now. I like I don't know. I know that I know that Trey is having a, a down season and the fit hasn't been fantastic. I do think that Trey's ability to to pass and score at a high level is mm-hmm. is it's it's fantastic. It's it's Tyrese like. I think he's like yeah. the, he's the next tier of, of Tyrese, you know. For sure. And and I, I agree. I don't hate that. If you want to put Trey higher, go ahead. Like mm-hmm. before the season I was like Trey Young might be the third best point guard in the league. I've kind of calmed down a little bit just because I feel like I've I was ignoring things with him that I don't ignore with other people, like like what I I was giving him an excuse for his defense and like oh his offense is so good it doesn't matter but like when you're looking at him next to Shea, Shea is just as efficient of a high volume scorer. They're both well Trey's like 27 point per game guy. SGA is a legitimate 30 point per game guy on elite Mm. of elite efficiency, and he's not the passer he is, but he's still a pretty good passer. You know Mm -hmm. like six and a half assists per game. Like he's not like tunnel vision. And the fact that he is at least average, perhaps above average as a defender, to the point where you compare that to Trey Young and what he brings in that end, mm-hmm. I think it's a bigger gap than anything on offense is. Okay. Shea's great on defense. I'm just I'm just surprised because, like, you don't think – again, this is a little bit of projection. You don't think that Trey <laughs> will eventually turn the corner and like, – No, why do you? Him. Why do you think Trey will be a good defender ever? No, no, no. I'm not, did I say defense? I'm, I didn't mean to say Oh, my defense. bad, my bad. I didn't let you finish. I'm, go ahead. No, no, no. <laughs> do, you think he'll, do you think he'll turn the corner eventually and go on a fucking random ass hot streak and get that, efic- that efficiency up? Will that oh, be no. enough for you to Yeah, so him? I'm not counting his efficiency this year. He's currently shooting 28% from three. We all fucking know Trey Young doesn't shoot yeah. 28% okay, from three. Cool. It's just a cold streak. I'm giving yeah. him the benefit of the doubt that even if he shoots how he does last year, he's back to being this like elite dynamo in offense. I'm still taking Shea over him. Wow, that's crazy. For now. That's... It's tough. It's tough. I know. Yeah. It's tough. I just think that the way Shea scores, and he's not, he's playoff proof, I think. You know, we've seen in the past Trae Young yeah. get dick slapped by the Miami Heat. So yeah. Kind of like crazy. the way he plays is more susceptible to counters. You can kind of do certain things, trapping him on screens to take away his scoring because he's not really scoring at the rim like that. I think Shea has a type of scoring that you can't really scheme out because he makes yeah. tough shots at the rim. He's physically imposing. You can't do anything about that. I just think in a especially in a playoff setting, I'd rather have his archetype of player. Okay, that that makes that makes sense. I had I had Trey a little bit. I guess like for for me, whenever I was doing the, this list, Trey's ranking dropped a little bit from what I thought he was in my head. Kind of for the same, same for, for the same yeah. for the same reason of we like like you say he got he got locked up by the yeah. by the by the heat. I'm not I'm not gonna say that, but like he got he got he got clamped, and I think yeah. that. I think that, like, how much does playoff success mean for you guys on this list? That's a good question. You go first, Mo. I think playoff success for these young guys, it means something, but it doesn't mean a, a hell of a lot. It just gives you an extra cool point, and mm-hmm. it confirms all 
all the thoughts that I already had about you, but it doesn't weigh as much as uh, for other people, for me personally. Yeah. I think people will have a bad habit of using playoff success and really just like outcome in general as a huge source of bias where if the player they kind of feel iffy about wins, then, oh, good. But if they lose it, then it's a reason to be like, oh, I told you, he's trash. So we hold too heavily to these. Like a lot like people with Jason Tatum last year in the finals, was like, oh, he's the choker. Jalen Brown might be better. All that bullshit is stupid. So I try to make sure I don't <laughs> I don't try to like use playoff success as like the decision maker because a lot of people do that, and it's just bad analysis. Yeah. But I think in this case, you use it as... It's like a tiebreaker? You, not even a tiebreaker. Use it contextually, and you see what you learn from it. I think with Trey Young specifically against the Heat, we learned that there's ways to throw bodies at him and throw him off his rhythm where his lack of size, he can't pass up those double teams as well. And that kind of, you know, schematically, you can take him out of the game that way. I think we learned that you can do that. So until he can overcome that, that's something that matters in the playoffs. But it's not just the fact that he shot 10% from the field or whatever. It's how it happened. And I think you learn things that way. Yeah, absolutely. And this, for the viewers, like specifically really applies for young players. I'm not clinging on yeah. to no first or second year thing. Like for someone like Jimmy yeah, Butler, yeah. he deserves that type of respect because you, you already know what it is and you know who he is. You know, it's already proven. You have to get that respect. For guys like Trey Young and fucking whoever else you want to throw in that category, like I'm not going to put too much into their, mm-hmm. too much argument of my argument. It's not going to be any anything in the playoffs, bro. Went crazy during the 2021 playoffs, but I'm I will never mention that at all. <laughs> when it comes to How do you guys feel about players. Donovan Mitchell versus Devin Booker? I've always thought De- Devin Booker has always been better, like his entire career. That I I, yeah. I can understand the the vision and why people say those things, but I just feel like I don't know. I don't know. It's tough because really De- Donovan to is fucking, above him. He's snapping this season, but also Devin Booker is doing the exact same thing to a better, to probably even a better degree. So I yeah. Don't know. D Mitch has has surprised me, and I think uh, you guys are going to see that in my ranking. But he surprised me this year because I think in in Utah after after they started to flame out like two three times, like you start looking at him and it's like, okay, are you just this high? Are you just this like high usage volume scorer? Mm-hmm. And like you're the main you're the main guy, and basically like the only guy who could really really create your shot on on your team. Are you just a product of that? But his transition over to Cleveland and being able to run, you know, basically run point whenever Darius Garland is out and show his playmaking skills like that, be able to score. At a, probably one of the highest levels that he's had in his entire career, and really mesh over. And Isaac, you were talking about PG's ability to to mesh in and out of of systems. D. Mitch was able to show that for me this year. So I actually, I have him, I have him fairly high on my list. Okay. He's he, yeah. he shown me a lot. He's been great. I mean, he's averaging thirty on sixty two percent true shooting. Like that's a ridiculous volume and efficiency combination. Like I think this year he's might have been better than Jim, than Devin Booker. But because of what I know about Devin Booker, I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt of being a more portable player that you want to build around and like can do the stuff off ball, a little mm-hmm. better of a defender, etc. So I'm giving Booker that credit he deserves. But man, I'm, I'm, if this keeps up the rest of the season, Mitch is going to finish higher than him. Mm, that's crazy. After what Devin Booker did fucking last night, especially. Wow. Listen, I'm not no reason to bias, and I'm not going to let yeah. that shit bias me. He was great though. He's fantastic. We don't care. <laughs> oh my god! Okay, it's the sun. We don't care. Have to put a hit up on your head before you say that, <laughs> so bro. Now, All right, Donovan, show me your list. Let's keep going. All right, yeah. Here is my uh, eleven through twenty. Boom, dropped in the chat. Oh, AD at eleven. Wow. Right, don't spoil it. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, I work. I work bottom up. 
but I have Tyrese at 20. He I picked him over over Kyrie. Tyrese at, at 20, SGA at 19, Jimmy Jimmy Butler at 18, Siakam yeah. at Siakam at 17, Booker at 16, Trey Young at 15, D Mitch at 14, PG at 13, Zion at 12, and oh, then shit. and then AD at 11. And Damn. so and so I'm I'm gonna break down a couple of the stuff because that I already know. The, oh, you're gonna get me mad. The the Jimmy Butler the Jimmy Butler one, yeah man, I I know I know, I really like Jimmy Butler and I appreciate what he does in the playoffs. However, it <laughs> it bothers me that for eight months out of the year he's just regular, right? Same, I think same. I think Spit. I think I think there is. It, like while there's a lot of value in being able to take your team and put them on your back and go ahead and do all of that, hey, it's also really hard and really valuable to do that for the 82 game season that we play for eight months so that we can get good seating. And I don't, I just personally don't like the fact that he's not that guy. And so he's a really good player. He can he can create for other people. He he plays you know solid defense. But if you're only playing for two months out the year. And you're supposed to be the guy. If this is Draymond Green and right, I only need Draymond to be like the best version yeah. of himself and because he's the third, fourth option on the team, that's fine. If you're gonna be the linchpin of my team, if you're gonna be the franchise player, I need you to step up every single night. And he does he has he doesn't really do that. And so that's you're what, spitting right now. And so that's why I, I have Jimmy it. that's why I have Jimmy Butler at eighteen. I'm with it. Wow. The one thing that makes me mad, first off, you put Dame over Anthony Davis. I think that's ludicrous of what we've seen this year. How is Anthony Davis not top ten? It's okay. I think that the all all of this, and this is this is where it really really got tough. I didn't want um, what Dame is doing this year to get lost, right? I, like he's he's been out he's been out a couple games, but if you look at, at his numbers, he's still averaging the same amount of points on the same amount of, of efficiency that he's always yeah, had. The, the three Dame. point the three point shooting is there. His playmaking is still there, and. I think that when Dame is at his best, right? When Dame is Dame, he's a, he's a top ten player, and I think that for like both him and AD have injury concerns. AD literally just got hurt uh, the 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 other the other night. We'll say over and, Tuesday show. Man. Yeah, I know, but um, we're recording yeah. this early, by the way. I don't know if I to tell you guys we're recording this like a week and a half early because Mo's gonna Mo graduated college, so he's gonna be on a cruise. So we're recording it early. Shout out Mo. Yeah, shout out Mo. <laughs> congrats, congrats, man. But yeah, I think that Dame. I think that Dame at his best is a top ten player, so I'm gonna give Dame that that respect. If you okay. put AD higher, I'm not gonna fight you, and it's not even like a big big I'm gap. Fight but, huh? I'm gonna fight you for putting him lower. You said right, Dame's yeah, at his man. best; he's top ten. If AD's at his best, he might be top five. Like you know, like we're doing that logic. That's that's wow. that's 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 true. I also want to say this is the space where. Listen, I did a lot of overreacting. We put a lot of talks out there. <laughs> I did a, I did a <laughs> lot of capping for Shea. I did a lot of capping for AD. <laughs> there was a lot of things said. I want to be, I took my time. I'm going to walk these things back a little bit. <laughs> We're going to come down. I centered myself on this list. <laughs> I lied. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, ba- basically. But yeah, okay, that's, okay, fair that's, enough. that's where I see it. What else stands out to you, Mo? Uh, there's a big swing on uh, your list. Isaac List and Donovan's List when it comes to Zion Williamson. Zion's at, yes. Zion is like, what? What is he for you? He's 12? Yeah, yeah he's, high. For, he's 12. It's high. Yeah. He's, I don't hate 12. it, though. I why, think, why, why, why you got him that high? 
Zion Williamson is one of the most incredible forces that we've ever seen in the, in the NBA. <laughs> and it's like when, when Zion is scoring at the rim, which those numbers have, have gone up, when Zion Williamson is has the ball in his hands, which we've seen recently, his playmaking has gotten has gotten um his playmaking has gotten better. He's extremely efficient. He's a great offensive rebounder. He's passable on defense. Not like we're starting to see him yeah, try. try you right. We're trying to. Um, we're starting to see him try a little bit harder on defense. And so, if he's just not a net negative on on defense, offensively. There's so much pressure that he puts on the defense on every single play, whether you're talking about pick and rolls, lob threats, all this stuff. Like, And whether he's the role man or he's the one handling the ball, he's extremely versatile. And he, like, you, you want to talk about, you know, projecting. And I didn't take this into account, but if he gets any type of set three-point shot, then, you know, he's going to skyrocket and all yeah, that yeah. stuff. But I think that Zion right now is him, and he's, he's really starting to step into... Timothy. Yeah, he's really start, starting to step into everything that we thought we were going to see at the beginning of the season because, all, like, right now, right, when we, we talked about the Pelicans a couple weeks ago and Zion was shooting about, like, 55%. It was a it was a very, very low percentage rate. Yeah. Right now, Zion is shooting on the year 61%, which is the Crazy. same percentage that he was shooting two years ago when he, when he was an all-star and everybody was it. projecting it. So yeah. I think that Zion is here and he has shown his ability, and so that's why I'm having him that high. Honestly, I don't nice. have an issue with anything you said. I think I'm just too pussy to do it right now. I give give it some time, but yeah. like by the end of the season, I'll probably be up there with you. How you yeah. think about Tyrese Halliburton right now compared to how high how high you had him? I feel the same way mm-hmm. about Zion Williamson. Like, what's taking you so long to go ahead and put him that high? You know, and he's been yeah. even more dominating. It's it's, it's yeah, less so maybe, risky. Yeah, maybe I should have put him higher. Yeah, I think Donovan swayed me. Like, I, for some people, I was like, like I said with Tyrese, I was like, fuck it, let's put him high. Like, I don't need to see it. I, I, I see it already. It's who he is. Yeah. I probably should do the same thing with Zion. He should be higher. Yeah. Like, if you ask sure. me realistically to take him or Jimmy Butler, I'm never going to take Jimmy Butler. You know, I'm going to pick Zion Williamson. <laughs> never. Like, I'm being real. <laughs> I feel that. obligated. I feel obligated to put Jimmy Butler higher because I'll get screamed yeah. at. And I understand his playoff value. But, like, to be real, I'm taking fucking Zion Williamson every time. <laughs> yeah. Zion. Dude, Zion's crazy, man. He's yeah. crazy. And the fact that his efficiency is back to where it is. Like, at two years ago, it was, uh, the, there was, like, some super stat where he was getting, like, 50% of, like, of uh, of his offensive rebounds. Like, he was just yeah. he's just a monster on the offensive glass. And I think second-chance points provides a great uh, amount of value on, a, on an offense and, and being yeah. able to, to win games. So, yeah, Zion, he's moving up the list very, very quickly for me. Love to see it. I think right now we're seeing his playmaking. He's starting to realize how he can bend a defense. Mm-hmm. Once that really comes together, hopefully by the end yeah. of this season, maybe it takes it to next year, he's going to be taking the leap like back half of the top ten. Yeah, yeah. Like he's going to be sure. where we both clearly have John Morant. Not to Which I just realize. Oh shit! You have him high. Yeah. Who? <laughs> ja. Oh. Where, where are you going? Yeah. Mo, did you, is your top? T- is your next ten ready, Mo? Yeah, my next ten is ready, but not to spoil, bro. Like I'm on. You guys talking about some Zion Williams' playmaking has. Or whatever the fuck. It's always, been that. it's always been that, bro. And he's he, he like they're just switching up the game plan and they're drawing up a whole yeah, new philosophy and yeah. truly going yeah. through. He's always been at this, mm-hmm. you know, just for sure. Second half of the, of the season off. so far, the past 10 games, they've definitely done a better job of letting him create. First 10 games, there was too many people that need the ball. He kind of fell to the wayside. They fixed yeah. that. Yeah, absolutely. Right, show, show us your 10, Mo. All right, so this is my 10. This is the hardest. This oh, is where I feel like wow. man, this is fucked. Wow. All right. 
you know, and I will not take any of this to the grave whatsoever. Hold on, wait a minute. <laughs> Alright, so Go ahead. Whoa. 20, I got Kyrie Irving. Okay. 19, I have Paul George. Alright. In and out of the lineup. So you know, whatever, cool. I just feel like everyone this season, so everyone else on this season has been better. Point blank period. I don't think there's okay. a real argument for that. Everyone so okay. far. You're right. You're, you're right. Yeah, they have. I'm just giving period. Paul George credit, but you're you're right. Yeah, so 18, I have Shea, and I feel like that's low. I don't know why, but I hate I hate that I put him at 18. Yeah. But I have to give respect to number 17 at Pascal Siakam. I have to give respect to 16, Donovan Mitchell. Trey Young, 15. <laughs> you don't have to explain that. All right. 14, He's a, he's a Trey. You know me. Yeah. <laughs> Trey, I'll be on the phone. John yeah. 14. Yeah. Oh, no, you're just, you're just holding on to those Trey versus Jaw debate. You, you can't I am not doing that. I'm not doing it. How am I, how am I holding on to I'm not, I'm not kidding. I'm kidding. Keep going. He's leaped. He's leaped. So, 13, Devin Booker. 12, have to get I respect. I strongly disagree. Jimmy Butler. And then 11, I have Damian Lillard, which is crazy Oof, for so there's, my top 10. So, there's no Zion in this top t- in this 10. There's not Zion here yet, bro. I told you. I'm oh, my God. I can't. Oh, my I God. That. I need it. I need it. Export it. To That's me. crazy. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I, so, lots of back here. Okay, so, the one, the one, I think it's too low, but I get why you'd say that because Donovan Mitchell, Shea, yeah. all these people have been so much better at volume scores than him this year. Yeah. I get it. I'm just like I said, for all the reasons I explained, the impact reasons of giving PG credit because we've seen he can do it next to other stars for so long. Yeah. But I get it. Yeah, absolutely. All right, so where Donovan? You already got an issue with my shit. Where's the issue at? <laughs> I don't. I I do not believe that Devin Booker is a better basketball player than John Morant. Please yeah, explain. Please explain to me the logic there. I'm just giving him. I'm purely giving him his respect, and also it was no, so no, 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 no. Pause. Forget respect. Tell me, <laughs> tell me why Devin Booker is better than John Morant. I want to know too. I'm fucking listen, confused. Listen, listen. Tell me why Jimmy Butler is better than John Morant. Devin, you, can, you can't has, even tell me why. I just not gonna believe you. Listen, I don't want to hear listen, it. <laughs> listen, listen, listen. All right, you, it's, you, you, y'all are making me out to seem like a fucking Devin Booker's number one fan don't, on the podcast. Don't you blame the victim. I'm playing victim. I'm play, that's all I do my entire life, bro. <laughs> I'm a manipulator. <laughs> so, Devin Booker, right? I, I I can understand why you think John Moran's a better player and all that. And I'm not gonna. I'm not fighting this tooth or nail. This is just me being like, you know, he he deserves. He's been deserved more respect than what a lot of people have been giving him so far this season. And if I was to go ahead and pick one to build my team around or whatever for the, the rest of this season, I'm pick I'm picking Devin Booker. Not to say that John Moran hasn't done things at an exceptional level or ex or surpass or met expectations. He's been doing that, bro. He's been doing mm-hmm. that and he's been him this season and the Grizzlies are what top three or maybe number one in the Western Conference. Shit been shifting so so much recently. Yeah. And as for Devin Booker, you know, he's been doing the exact same he's been doing not the exact same thing, of course, differently though, on at his way, mm-hmm. in his own way, in his play style. And he's been maximizing, maxing out his fucking potential you know there's only so much someone like Devin Booker can do and he's been elevating his team and the Phoenix Suns just don't feel the same at all compared to when Devin Booker's not there compared to when John Moran's not there and they have Ty Jones and Evans they still they're not as exciting but they still have the game I hate that argument I know you hate that argument I know you hate that argument because there's some Memphis has good players yeah Memphis does have have a lot of good players yeah they do have good players they do have good players and I'm not faulting that on John Moran whatsoever now you are no, I'm not. 
I'm not. This is more so has to do with like Devin Booker and my appreciation for him. Yeah, I feel you. Yeah, I get and it. how much he's just improved, bro. He's getting he's been better and better and better. Maybe not statistically when it comes to point per game or whatever the fuck, but just as a whole, his game is so well rounded. It is. Yeah, he's, defense too. I has think to at this be, point, he's the most balanced player in the NBA, like most versatile player in the NBA, besides like KD and whatnot. But like, yeah, he's can play off ball, can play on ball, can defend a little bit now, can be a playmaker, can be a scorer. I understand. I just think that John Morant is such a force of nature that I guess we should use this transition into the top 10 because I think John Morant has earned his place in the top 10. Not because because his volume is as high or his efficiency is as high as some of these other guys. He's not the best playmaker, not the best defender. But I think with him, it's like all intangibles, which I hate from my style of analysis. But the way he can drive an offense and be this unstoppable force, he's just so impactful. Like We saw the playoffs last year. Just cannot leave your mind. I won't let it. He was scoring forty a night against the Warriors, giving them hell. Like, yeah, because he's just such an athletic marvel. The same things we say about Zion Williamson applies to Ja Morant. They're the same. They're the same player. He's guard Zion, and Zion is big Ja. Like they're so similar, and Ja just deserves to be number ten. I think, which is where I have him. I love it. I I love it. Especially 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 coming from from Isaac, because Isaac is not like the. The, you know that that boy nice type of watcher, and the fact that that's like the main like one of like hey, the, hey, the, the defining hey, arguments. Nice. You know what I'm saying? That's that's fantastic. I love it. He was the rest of my top ten. Damn, but 10. that gap in my mind though, like that gap that you have between Zion and John Moran is kind of crazy. If you view them the same level of player, yeah. you know, and you Zion, just you know what type of force Zion is, and you why do you have him so low compared to Ja? Like that's just like sample size. I think once Zion continues to do it, it's I'm gonna put Zion at like twelve by the end of the season. Okay, gotcha. That, that's understood. So, gotcha. this is the rest of my top 10. John Moran at 10, LeBron at 9, which hurts my fucking soul. I want to be the last one to move LeBron down. I think he might start and be proving me wrong. He's going to go back up. But for now, he's number 9. 8, we have Anthony Davis. 7, Jason Tatum. 6, Kevin Durant. 5, Joel Embiid. 4, Luka Doncic. 3, Nikola Jokic. Suck my dick if you disagree. 2, Steph Curry. And 1, Giannis Antetokounmpo. <laughs> Uh, There's no need for that. Everyone's gonna hate that and be like, "Oh, Jokic isn't shouldn't be top ten. Fuck you." Yeah. Jokic number three. <laughs> Okay. 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 There's there's some there's some stuff to unpack here. I know that for you, the Luca and B debate is one that's like really really close for you. It's so hard. Why did you go Luca over Embiid? Fucking vibes. I don't know. It's hard. He <laughs> 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 <You> admitted it. <laughs> no, I'm Fucking kidding. vibes. I'm <laughs> But, like, when I say that, I'm joking, but it's, like, in style of play, intangibles, all that bullshit, like, it's kind of that where I know in a playoff setting, the role that Luka has, being this on-ball creator and being able to be this engine of an offense, that in a playoff setting is going to be harder to stop than a big, because Joel Embiid has done everything he can to kind of transcend what a big can do offensively. Like, he's a creator off the dribble. In transition, he's taking the ball up, taking off the dribble shots from the mid-range, like, He's doing that stuff to the point where, like, he doesn't need to be fed the ball like normal bigs do. But just there's so much higher of a ceiling when you're Luka Doncic and you're a guard and everything can be created through you. You you can't scheme Luka out of a game. You know what I mean? So why, do you, why don't you have Luka ahead of, like, Jokic then? Because I think Jokic is one of the most incredible offensive players you've ever seen in NBA history. He has more defensive value than Luka. He's people like like to say that he's a defensive liability, but that hasn't been the case for years. Obviously, he's not going to be able to defend Damian Lillard because no big in the NBA can. But he's a solid defender. He's the most efficient volume scorer in the NBA. He's like he had like a, early the year like a seventy percent true shooting on twenty three points per game, which is ridiculous. 
and I think he's probably the best passer in the NBA. Him and Luca are one and two, I think. Mm-hmm. And just the things that Jokic is able to do as a big man, we've never seen it in NBA history in terms of offense. Yeah. I, I, I just don't think there's any way. To, there's nothing that Luca does better than him. I think. Mm-hmm. Okay. Besides okay. dribble. Cool. That's fair. That's fair. I think I listen. I'm kind of holding on to LeBron at nine. That hurts. It's, it's so it's, it's so weird. It's so weird to see LeBron like borderline outside the the top ten. Yeah. I don't. For me, so last year I still had him at like five or so because mm-hmm. he was so great last year. He averaged thirty. But I gotta had to be real with myself. He was that great because they moved the team around to make him that great. He played center and they spaced it out. They did what the Rockets did with Russell Westbrook, where they sacrificed mm-hmm. parts of their team to allow their star player to eat and have this impact. That's what they did. So he was able to continue to get the rim because there was so much spacing, no big next yeah. to him. But he doesn't have the defensive force he had in 2020 or before when they won their title. His The main thing he dropped out for me now is his scoring efficiency has just fallen off a cliff. He's not a good from the rim. His three-point shot hasn't been as good. His shots, from self-created shots aren't as good. Like I don't know. Like It's just everything has gotten 20% worse, which is to be expected as an old man. And maybe now that Anthony Davis is going to be out, he's going to prove to me that he can still do it, and he's going to turn on another gear. But, like, I couldn't put him behind. I mean, above Anthony Davis. Yeah, all this is crazy. Okay. Just hearing, like, uh, he's 20% worse, and he's still having fucking 27. That, yeah, he's still that, the ninth best just, player alive. Yeah, yeah, that's still nuts. But I don't see anything too crazy about this list whatsoever. Like, this year, the Where did y'all rank KD? Because that was hard for me. Um, I'll, Listen, no, here's, here's what I do. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm going to send my list. I'm going to send my list. Yeah, both of you put your list. Let's just talk about them all at once. All right. So here is my list. Let me me drop this in. Boom. Yeah, Don, you read yours and Mo, you read yours. All right. So I have Dame at 10, Ja at 9, KD at 8, Bron at 7, Tatum at 6, Luka at 5, Embiid at 4, Steph Mm. at 3, Jokic at 2, Giannis at 1. Wow. Jokic at 2. Impressive. Bro, Jokic is, is, is nice. It's like, <laughs> Give him his fucking flowers. He's Listen, Isaac said said a majority of everything that's you know going on with Luka, and we talked about it before. It's like the, the biggest argument that you can make against Luka right now, I mean against Jokic right now, is he's not shooting enough. It's not that he's doing anything bad. He's not shooting worse, right? He's not taking worse shots. He's not shooting enough. And so if that's the biggest critique against you, which is 100% going to go up in the playoffs, I'm fine. It's a stupid critique. It's such a I'm bias fine. towards point per game. Like, it's a dumb critique. Like, I'm, just make it I'm right fine. play. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm good on that. So, Jokic, Jokic is two. I'm, I'm holding on to Braun as, as yeah. long as I possibly can. I just still feel like, I feel like two things are at work. One, the roster construction for LeBron is probably the worst that he's ever had. Yeah. In terms of the shooters that they have in LA are non-shooters, and so when you have that, it's like this: the best, one of the best things that LeBron does, being able to drive and kick and facilitate to wide open shooters on the outside. You take that away from him with roster construction. That I think the point where I'm starting to accept is that we're at the point of LeBron's career where he needs the right roster construction, and the rest of these top ten players kind of transcend that. Where to a certain extent, you have to build around every player. Properly, yeah. so they have a chance, but it's ma- it's kind of it's kind of malpractice though in in yeah, Los Angeles. It is, it is. You're right, in Los you're Angeles, right. like Palinka did a terrible job, and so like 
it's it's freaking Patrick. He's relying on Patrick Beverly yeah. night in and night out to knock down. You just look at, you look at KD. His roster sucks dick too, but it's just he's so yeah. transcendent around the players that he's portable with almost any set of people around him now. Like it's stuff like that. Tatum's gonna fit with anybody. You just you don't have to do as much to enable them. That's right. that's fair. Even even the Nets shooters, like the Nets have, they have Seth Curry and Joe Harris. If you put Seth Curry oh and God. Joe you Harris, on no, but even if you put those yeah, you, you two respect guys, respect Yuda. Yuda's nice. Yeah. Like, if you put those two guys, and and if you put Yuda on the Lakers, it completely changes the dynamic of everything that they're doing. So I'm I'm mm-hmm. holding on to Bron as much as possible, and I just still feel like in a playoff setting, I would love to have LeBron James on my team more. Same, yeah. I. I I would just want to have LeBron more than Kevin Durant, more than Ja, and so right. that's why I have that's why I have him at, at seven. Yeah, wow. I feel like I'm overreacting as well to LeBron placement. Like I don't know, I'm I don't sleep well on that one. Mo, why don't you tell us your top ten now? So my top ten is uh, at ten. I got Zion Williamson, bro. Over the last ten games since he's been in this mode, he's fucking We're averaging here. thirty We're points here. and shooting sixty five percent from the field. Are you kidding me right now? That's Ridiculous. crazy. All right, and I'm clinging on to LeBron James at nine. That's what I have to do, bro. It's kind of law at this point. At eight, I got Anthony Davis. Been fucking phenomenal, but he fucking hurt himself. So, uh, you know, he would be higher on this if he if he could continue this on a consistent basis. But you know, yeah. news came out okay. anyways. Okay. Seven, Jason Tatum, elite six, Joel Embiid, which is crazy hell to put him out there. Uh, five, I, I have Kevin like Durant. I don't. I, don't I, like I just. That. I know you don't like that. I don't give a fuck though. You know why, dude? <laughs> I feel like people are just so hesitant to put KD in these MVP type conversations, and because it's like Cause you shouldn't be people, MVP. You said they shouldn't. You said they shouldn't be or should be. No, he shouldn't be. Listen, why? KD is number what I have at six. He's number six off of sheer talent and the impact he has with one part of the game scoring. He's a solid defender still, but at this part yeah. of the part of his career, he's offering some playmaking, but just in like a. I'm making the right reads, but not I'm elevating you and making high level reads like somebody yeah. like Luca is. He's not a overtly impactful defender like somebody like uh, Joel Embiid is. He can't finish at the rim anymore. So like we saw in the playoffs last year, you can kind of scheme him out of the game if you he got or, clamped. Take one of those mid range shots. Clamped. Like, he got clamped. <laughs> Call he's just so space. much less versatile than he used to be. He got shut he down. He doesn't. He has no athleticism anymore. He, he's purely relying on jump shots, which clearly gets him far as shit. He's still amazing. Now just say he's, he's watched. Playoff setting, like I'm not taking him over Luca or uh, over Joel Embiid. You know what I mean? Mm, yeah, I disagree with that. I'm definitely taking him over Joel Embiid because, <laughs> like, it, I, I'm using. I don't know if you want to call it recency bias, but but like it just every no. time I see Joel Embiid in the playoffs, it's fucking disappointing. Whether it be fuck mainly, I would say it's mainly because of his team. It's a disappointment. I say, is it Ben Simmons' it. disappointment or Joel Embiid' disappointment? Joel Embiid still could have done enough in that in any series. He's, I feel like he still had more. I'm, I'm, I'm about to cap. I'm about to cap for for Embiid. Embiid, and you should know this. You should know this more than anybody because it was against your team. Embiid yeah. went out there with a torn meniscus and was True. giving y'all forty a night. The health and is also another fucking reason as well. But continue. He, oh, Katie's injury opponent is shit now. What are we talking about? Yeah, I know. But he since since he's had his injury, he's been out there doing his motherfucking thing. No, we do. I think he's missed more games the past three years than Joel Embiid has. Nah, I'll, fact check me on that. But Katie's missed a lot of games lately. I'll check that. Make sure. Yeah. Keep going. But, yeah, but look, Embiid, Embiid is right now, I would I would say total package, probably just as good a score as Kevin Durant in terms of in terms of being able to do ab- absolutely everything. Okay. He's a much yeah, better he's a much better defender. Um once again, 
even on a torn meniscus, giving yeah. y'all giving y'all forty. He had a he had a broken face last year, still Facts. giving people still giving people forty. He's been able to fight through those injuries and still be able to dominate on both ends of the floor. And yeah. if Ben Simmons doesn't get scared of Trey Young running at him and dunks the ball, maybe they maybe they end up in the conference finals. If James Harden decides to shoot more than two times in the second half, maybe they end up in the conference finals. I don't think that the I don't think that the playoff failures from the 76ers uh-huh. have been on Joel Embiid at all. I don't I don't think I don't think that they're his fault. And I think that Embiid real, real quick on the games up. played thing in 2021. Kevin Durant, well, Kevin Durant missed 2020, right? In yeah. 2021, he played 35 games. In 2021, Joel Embiid played 51. In 2022, Kevin Durant played 55. Joel Embiid played 68. Okay. And then this year, it's, it's 30, 20 yeah. and 29. Like, he's, Kevin Durant's injury prone. Like, we have to say what it is. Like, he misses a lot of fucking games now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's and, a mishap. What were you saying? Embiid, yeah, I, I would I would take Embiid, and and. What we just saw, like I was saying, what we saw in the playoffs last year, this man didn't get a game. He got swept out of the playoffs. He did not get a game as the <laughs> quote unquote best scorer. And he, true, bro, bro, the the game winner that that Tatum had in game one. That's because KD laps on defense because like stuff just stuff just happened. I'm so frustrated. <laughs> that that actually <laughs> makes me mad because there's no there's no way that Kevin Durant is better than than Joel Embiid. Uh-huh. And I yeah, just I think I, I'm not taking it. I'm not it's taking six it. and so five, defense, so it's 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 tooth and nail right there. Yeah, yeah, it's close. Like yeah, no, it's not. I think for at me, this, um, it's clear. <laughs> at this point, for me, it's like okay, it's game seven. I'm using one of one of those arguments. I don't like, bro. Game seven. Who the fuck would I rather have on on my fucking team? Give me Alien point, the laser beam of the planet, fate of the universe. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Who do you want? Iguodala. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think for me at this point, obviously Joel Embiid is the better defender. We don't got to talk about that. Absolutely. But offensively, Kevin Durant is still an elite scorer who has impact because he's just not going to fucking miss his shots, right? He's gonna. You can play around him. He can fit around anybody. But I think Joel is the opposite of that. It's not that he can play around everybody. It's that everybody else can play around Joel, and he's going to impact so much more of his teammates than Kevin Durant is because of his gravity at the rim, where he's this... It's kind of like Zion, right? He's just like nonstop downhill. He's going to create advantages and force double teams. Kevin Durant has none of that anymore. He's like the opposite, where he's a play finisher, not a play creator anymore. And I think Joel Embiid's creation ability, especially as his playmaking has gotten better, is just simply more valuable. Yeah. With the but way Donovan was arguing with me, he asked like I put fucking Joel Embiid at ten and Katie at one, <laughs> five and six, tooth and nail, literally. I, it's, but, it's just because I've long listen. I have gripes with, with Kevin Durant, but I I also <laughs> I also just don't think that it's I don't think that it's fair to to Joel Embiid um, yeah, to have to have him outside the outside the, the top five when he's one of the best two way players in the game. And mm-hmm. I don't it's think that Kevin Durant scoring, I think so far too. Exactly, and yeah. I, I just don't think that Kevin Durant is that much better than anybody offensively right now, to where you can, you know, put him over some some of the better two way players. Yeah. yeah, I love how we've done zero discussion about Giannis and Steph at the top because like we all agree. So like, okay, so yeah, then I then I tell y'all where I had them. All right, let me finish. So I think he yeah. stopped at KDF five. Okay, Nicole Jokic, crazy, but I have him at four. Uh, Luke Doncic yeah. at three, then Steph at two and then Giannis at one yeah, that's I fair mean, okay so, <laughs> we, so we obviously top two we agree but I mean we put Jokic above Luka why don't you explain I, I kind of know why but explain why you put Luka above Jokic because he's like that 
Yeah, exactly. So soon because he's not. But uh, <laughs> I put Luca above Jokic because I, f- I feel like it, at this moment in time, like Jokic, his the way his team is set up, he's just propelled for for fucking success. And I know eventually that Luca's gonna hit a goddamn wall, whether it be the Golden State Warriors or whatever team or the or the. Denver Nuggets. He's going to hit a wall simply because mm-hmm. his team is limited and the Denver Nuggets are limitless. But as individual talents, I believe that the only thing that's limiting Luka is all the other dudes who have certain inabilities compared to Nicole Jokic's so, team. You know? I see what you mean. Here's the paradox in that. Yeah. The reason you put him above Jokic is probably because he's averaging like a 30-point triple-double damn near, and every night he's going here scoring 40-point triple-doubles, which is impressive. But on one hand, he has to do that because his team sucks. So that's part of it. So you can say that he's only not winning games because his team suck, but the only reason his numbers are so good are also because his team sucks. So no, I mean you can't get both of that. Like, know what I mean? But if you even if his team was better, I still think that he would have a higher ceiling than someone like Nikola Jokic, simply because it's a guard's league. Period. That's my biggest. It's not though. We, why do people still say that? The the best players in the Giannis <laughs> has won two straight fucking. He won two straight MVPs. He won a Finals. Like. Him, Jokic, and Embiid are three of the best players alive. It's not a guards league anymore. It's yeah, him, Jokic, and Embiid are definitely like some of the three. You could argue that yeah, whatever, three best players alive. But like just one through ten, if we're, as we see, it's all mostly forwards or whatever the fuck you want to say. People who tend to yeah, play. It's a wing. It's a wings league. It's a it's wings, not a wings league. league. You know what it is? It's a playmakers league. And Jokic is probably the best playmaker alive. Like he transcends that like novelty of big man uh-huh. can't do this. Like he doesn't fit that category at all. Yeah, that that was a great quote. That was nice. Yeah, that, 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 yeah. <laughs> stamp that on your fucking wall, Isaac. Stamp that on your fucking wall. Yeah, but, write it down. Put it on the board. Yeah, at the end. Of, yeah, at the end of the day, I just it's again like it's three and four. I truly don't yeah, give yeah, a yeah. fuck. Like I, I, I <laughs> but yeah, no, it's obviously not crazy. Yeah, but <laughs> these are conversations we gotta have. It's the fun part. Yeah, exactly. But I just for someone like Luka Doncic, it's easier. I've seen I like you said, Luke. Nicole Jokic is a fucking alien, and I haven't seen what he's doing done before, and I want to see it be done at the highest level. In terms of Luka Doncic, we've seen it millions of times before. People, all these all-time greats who win championships, whether it's how play have style. We? What do you mean? How? I mean, if, so with, if you want to get pessimistic. Just basic archetypes is what I mean by that. Yeah, I see what you mean. But if you want to yeah. get pessimistic, you can say that Luka is more in the James Harden archetype. The only one we've seen do that fails. He has too much of a load and burns out. Like, if you want to, I'm not that pessimistic. I think it's bullshit to focus too much on that comparison. But in a way, you, we are seeing the league trend away from these ball handlers that do everything and be heliocentric. We are starting to see that get exposed in the playoffs, and you need more options. Like you could say that Lucas' playstyle isn't as conducive to high level success. Yeah, uh, I, I could see that, but more so, I guess this will also put it in my belief if there is a belief, which I'm not sure if there's a belief. Uh, Yet is whether or not he'll like change up his play style once he won't. you know the time comes he uh, and he gets more help on his team and that's a big if that's a big if I don't know if no, I don't think he will but I don't think he should I think they should get stars next to him that can play around that you know what I mean like a Paul yeah. George type uh whoever else that maybe a fucking Nikola Jokic type ironically <laughs> someone that doesn't need the ball all the time no nah, I see what you mean no nah, I I will I'm I want to push back on that a little bit I think that it is very unrealistic to ask somebody who probably for the first seven years of his career and obviously like we're projecting a little bit with Luca but for the first like you know five to six um seven years of his career is asked to be this extreme high usage we're gonna run everything through you and then 
like, oh, n- now we're going to get another star as good as you, and you're just going to, you know, magically be okay with playing off ball. The same problems that Trey Young is having right now, figuring out how to how to play off ball to another ball dominant uh, player. If somebody like that goes with Luca, I don't think that it's going to go well, and I think that it's yeah. I think that there are going to be limitations with Luca playing off ball. And him switching up his entire, uh, not switching up his entire game, but trying to add that facet into his game when he spent his entire career, even overseas, being the person with the ball 85% of the time. Yeah, hopefully they don't make him try and do that. It's just miscasting him. Like, you're right. They need to get somebody that can play with him. Yeah, I can definitely see that argument. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I, I don't see it for Luca. But good list, yeah. though. Good list, though. Yeah, Zion attends crazy. I I love it. I'm glad you were making. I'm very happy early. with that too. Yeah, yeah. I'm not willing to go there yet, but I fully support you being the first one to be like, "Fuck it, he's top 10. Yeah, you're gonna get you're gonna get cooked. I'll let you know now. They're gonna be mad at you, but I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah. I support. By you. By the time this podcast comes out, they're not. They're gonna understand, bro. He's gonna go. On, his numbers are gonna be fucking inflated by the time this podcast comes out. So it's all good. Yeah. Nobody talked about Jason Tatum. I think we all agree he's in that mid to back half of the top 10. Like it just is sure. what it is. Like. Fits in there solidly. I can't, you got to give him credit over the Anthony Davis and LeBron James of the world, but you can't really put him over the top guys like Joel Embiid and Jokic and whatnot. Yeah. I Not mean, listen, he's he's probably going to win MVP this year, though. Yeah. He's, he's my he, pick. He, he's he's, he's my pick. It. What he did to the Lakers was disgusting. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> nice. <clears throat> Turn around, sure. splashing, bottom of the <laughs> net hitting. It was, it was a sight to see. He's an amazing player. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. That's our list. I mean, so that was an awkward transition because we had, as always, we had some technical difficulties, but we're back. And we have we're technical the difficulties because they haven't liked the video yet and we haven't blew up yet. So if you guys blow exactly. our shit up, you yeah. will no longer Get us have paid. Then... <laughs> Tell them the real Isaac. Stop being the bush. Stop being nice. <laughs> no, no, no. But um, we're done with the rankings. You, got, you guys saw it, all 30. So now it's TikTok time. The main thing everybody's going to be seeing. Yeah. And... I think we should start off with something we do all the time, a draft. Let's go. Let's go. I love this drafts. Is, this is going to be a little different because normally we just do regular drafts of like the best players in the league right now, the best players all time. This is going to be different because we're going to do, we're going to make lineups of point guard through center of only players above seven feet tall. Nah, that's going to be yeah. hairy. You're going to have some people in the comments be like, hey, excuse me, sir. Technically, this was 6 foot 11.75 inches. <laughs> yeah, so we're going <laughs> to go off We're gonna go off their official uh, official heights. So, like, sadly, Jokic is 6'11", so we can't use him as a point guard. Yeah. So, yeah, everybody has to be listed at least 7 feet tall. Okay. All right, that's cool. Who has the first pick? That's all I That's all I care about. Oh, who had it last yeah. time? What, who's turning I, had, I think I had it last time. And I was second? I think I should have it. No, I think it's my turn to go first. Moe's turn to go second. Donovan goes third. All right. Because you cool. rotate through every time. Okay. Oh, That's yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. I think so, yeah. Okay. Cool. Okay, let's so do. let's draft NBA lineups with only seven footers. <laughs> let's do it. First pick. Man, give me Shaq. Give me Shaq number one. Ah, uh, Whack. Okay. Shaq, <laughs> I guess you got Shaq number one. Give me Shaq to go in my center position. We're gonna do it. We're gonna say the position every time. So I'm gonna list it mm-hmm. out that way instead of one through five. Okay, cool. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna put Shaq in my center. Cool. I'm gonna have Wilt Chamberlain. The fucking what the fuck that I just say. Anyways, <laughs> don't mind that. I'm gonna have Wilt Chamberlain for my actual center position as well. Okay. Yeah. Wilt's a great pick for this because he's so athletic. All right. That's yeah. cool. That's cool. Give me. 
give me Hakeem Olajuwon as my actual center. Okay. And Damn. then give me Joel Embiid as my shooting Fuck, guard. Fuck, I wanted Joel Embiid so bad. Give me Joel Embiid as my shooting guard. That's right. I was praying he fell that's to me. That's so tough. That's right. That ruined my whole game plan. Yeah, yeah, that's so tough. We're winning this one. Let's go. All right. So <sighs> okay. Who do you have, Isaac? It's your turn, Mo. It's on you. Oh, it's my turn? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I forgot. Snake shit. Anyways, cool. I got Dirk Nowitzki as, as my three. As my three. Damn. Yeah. Got to prioritize. Okay, well. Shit. You guys took the good center. You guys took the good shooters that are available, so I just ruined my game yeah. plan. Yeah. I guess I got to pick fucking Carl Anthony Towns to be my shooting guard because I need the shooting, even though it's disgusting nice. to pick him so high. Yeah. Good shooter, That's good nice. shooter. And then. You pick? Did somebody pick Kareem yet? No, I don't think so. He okay, I'll put, I'll put okay, then I'll put Kareem in my four. So I'm not gonna have the spacing, but I got I got to pick the talent. Yeah, spacing is gonna be generally nasty yeah. <laughs> for every single one of us. <laughs> Clunky as hell for y'all. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna be fine. I'm gonna be fine. <laughs> Who you got, Mo? Okay, so. I'm going to have David Robinson as my four. That's a great pick. That's a good pick. That was yeah. my pick. Okay, Robinson. okay, okay. You you messing me up right now. You messed me up. Now I have to think outside the box. <laughs> um let, let me see how let me see how how tall. I don't think this man is 7 feet tall. Yeah. I'm trying he's 6'11". I was I was going to go Bill Walton. Try to try to sneak Bill Walton in there. Um I I guess we just gotta. We might just have to do this. Give me, give me Patrick Ewing at, at my four. Damn. Okay. Nice. That's I'll nice. Take, yeah, I'll take Patrick Ewing at my four. So I need a point guard and a three. Um, I wow, I really need a list of all the of all the seven footers. Yeah, this is hard. <laughs> this is this is so weird. That's all I do when we draft. Oh God, I'm shameless. I don't give a fuck if you can't see me. You're not on the Facetime. <laughs> Thanks. All right, give me. All right, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna speed this up. I got y'all. I'm gonna speed this up. I, I, <laughs> I, give me Kristaps Porzingis at, at my three. Oh, that's, oh a that's a great pick. I didn't even think fuck. about his weak ass. Damn, he's seven three. He's seven yeah. three. Damn, he's seven three. Okay, shit. Listen, I low key got some shooters. I I low key, <laughs> low key, my spacing shooters. may not be you bad. You definitely have some shooters. Now, I have to do this just in terms of stylistic play for my point guard. Don't you dare give me fuck. Should I do this? Don't no, you I'm dare. not gonna do this. Don't you? Because I know he's gonna be available. I know he's gonna be available. I know he's gonna be available. All Don't right? you dare. So move. for my for my two, I think I need him on my team. Give me Pau Gasol. Oh, that's a good pick. See, okay. I see where you're going. But Powell wasn't the best three-point shooter. So I was thinking that I'm going to pick Mark Gasol from our three. Mm, that's good. Mark oh, Gasol's a better shooter. I need the spacing. So I need a but Mark Gasol's 6'11". No, he's okay, not. Okay, I'm capping. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's not. Is he? No, he's I'm capping. not. I'm capping. I'm capping. Don't, don't even say don't, It's not worth it. It's not worth it. It's not worth it. Yeah. Okay. He's going to check. <laughs> no, I'm not going to check. Who's... Mo, Mo, if you take... Yeah. I, Mo, I'm going to let you know right now. If you take my pick, I'm flying out there, and I'm. I need a point scrapping. guard. Who should I pick at point guard? I'm so mad that Jokic is six eleven. Yeah. Who makes sense? I'm looking at best. 
Giannis is six eleven, right? Or is he six ten? He, he's six eleven. Yeah, Damn, who are the who's the point guard to go for? This is difficult. You took Patrick Ewing. I meant you took David Robinson. Yeah, that David Robinson pick should, was fire. I should have put Wilt as my fucking point guard. I wish I wish I had David Robinson. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Yeah. Fuck it. Yao Ming is my point guard. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> Seven hack, six, bro. that's crazy. Yeah, that means a hack. <laughs> All right, so cool. As my point guard, I have to do it. He's not prevalent or he's far from one of the greatest of all time, but in terms of skills, he can get the job done. Give me Bobo at my point guard producer, bro. Give me Bobo. Yeah, I, I thought about that. Yeah, Bobo's getting fucking it. bodied every play. You get you're sick. Bro, all right, bro. bro. I right, can't, can't name too many players on this who can keep up with him. We're calling right, post ups on Bobo every single play. Ma, I see how it is. I see how it is. I see how you want to play. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I need it. He said, you, know, you don't want fucking Bobo. I did want Bobo. That was my last pick. Now, yeah. I, have to, now I have to rethink this. <laughs> All right, so who you do know you have, what? Isaac, on your squad? Why? Oh, you got it? Okay, let's go. I think I, think I have it. I think I know exactly who I'm, who I'm going to pick. At my point guard, <laughs> this is going to be so nasty. Give me Zendrinus Ilgauskis. <laughs> Why would you pick him? <laughs> As my point guard. As my point guard. He could do a couple things. Okay. He could do a couple things. He's he's a Does he's he a little your medication today. He's a, he's a little mobile. He's a little mobile. I my team will body yours. Put it in two K. <laughs> Put it in two K. You getting sweat mode. No sir. You got no sir. You got stop it. Stop it. That's funny. These are hilarious teams. What was I supposed yeah, to do, Mo? Are... We're picking people over seven feet. Bobo's the only one with like actual handles. Yeah. Yeah. Could, could, is there any projection? Can I pro- use the word projection one more time? Be like, give me Wemby or not? <laughs> <Just read. laughs> <laughs> That'd be funny. Yeah. Facts. Okay. That's funny. That's gonna be a good TikTok. All right. For the next thing we got, I'm gonna ask you something that has to do with former players in the current NBA. Okay. So Sounds what we're gonna do is. I'll, I'll just ask you this. If Allen Iverson was in the NBA today, would he be a top four player? Ooh, you're in your bag. If Allen Iverson was in the NBA today, would he be a top four player? No, he would not be. He would ah. not be a top four player. He wouldn't be better than Giannis, Steph, Jokic, or um, or Luka. Or Embiid? Or Embiid. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, he, he might not be top five. Would he be I top don't 10? Think he would be, I don't think he would be top eight. Borderline top ten. I don't think he would be top ten. He would be, be definitely, 10? yeah, he would be in the top, he would be like after 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. That's when you can have those conversations with him, but. Oh my God, you crazy. think Prime Allen Iverson's in the Jimmy Butler range? <sighs> okay, don't say Jimmy Butler range like that, all right? <laughs> say Damian Lewis, that makes me feel better about myself, damn. <laughs> okay. Where would Prime Kobe Bryant rank? Top, top five. five. Top five. Top five. Bro, he's top one, it's Kobe Bryant. Yeah, yeah, you can say one, whatever, whatever. What he's you, ask, you asked me if he was going to be top five? Yes, he's going to be top yeah. five. Now I said, yeah. where would he rank? What number would he be? I don't know. One, because you're right. He's Kobe. Prime. <laughs> yeah, at prime. This, at this Kobe. state and the NBA, I think he would be probably two, one or two, one or two. You have him behind Giannis. I might have him behind Giannis. Dude, Giannis is different. He's 27. Bro, he's already Bryant. top 10 to us. I know the nerd. The nerds would hate Kobe Bryant. 
So all he takes is hard twos. Like, shut up! But today, shut up! Put Kobe with put Kobe with twenty twenty two spacing. He'd be so a fucking up. demon at the. He rim. gets buckets. He's the Mamba. That's yeah. what he does. Why don't you focus on getting buckets? That is true. That is true. <laughs> what about what about Dirk Nowitzki? What about Dirk? Where would Dirk rank? Dirk would be top ten. He just left this era. Like a prime Dirk yeah. is he's top ten. Yeah. yeah. Would, would he be higher than? Would prime Dirk be higher than current AD? Probably. Uh, current oh, that's AD. Tough. That's a tough one. Pro- yeah, probably that's tough. Curry AD is crazy. Prime Dirk ahead of Jason Tatum. I think Ta- I think Dirk would be better than Tatum. Yeah, for sure. Mm. So I think he would Maybe be a- number seven. Number seven, you could say six. Yeah, we're really being disrespectful to, to Dirk. Dirk was out here winning. Yeah, MVP. He was out here winning MVP. Like, yes, he's going to be top ten. He's going to be better than a lot of these guys. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Where would Steve Nash rank? Let me refresh. This gonna be a new video. Where would Steve Nash rank in the current NBA? Probably like top twenty. Yeah, I'll say, Steve Nash. I'll say anywhere from 15 to 20 range. Steve Nash. Prime is, Steve Nash? He's one of the more yeah. overrated players in NBA history. Are you taking Devin Booker over Prime Steve Nash? No. Hmm, that's a good question. Well, there you go. I, Devin Booker is like the 13th best player or something like that. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, I think I'm definitely taking Devin Booker over Steve Nash. What? <laughs> I don't know. Prime, don't know. yeah. I'm not a Steve Nash type of guy. <laughs> <laughs> he's, not, he's not my cup of tea. <laughs> All right, what about Dwayne Wade? Where would he rank? Top ten. Oh, Dwayne Wade would be top. He would be top six. Yeah. Talk, talk would Dwayne Wade be Dwayne Wade would be above Joel Embiid. Yeah. Yeah. I would have him confidence above so Joel Embiid. So I agree. Sure. So he's top five. Yep. Would he be above Luca? Maybe not uh, because of the passing. It's a conversation. But, That's hard. Yeah, but listen, y'all be forgetting ball head Wade. That's a different animal. Different. That's that a rim grab is ridiculous. Give him weight. today's spacing, Deep. bro. He would easily average like thirty points per game with like sixty percent true shooting. He's yeah. fired. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. ball today's spacing, bro. Different, bro. Ridiculous. Right, what about Scottie Pippen? Oh, this would be interesting because he would be really good in today's game. Yeah, I would say fifteen. I would say anywhere from between fifteen or twelve to sixteen, seventeen, around that range. 12 to 16, 17. Okay. Scotty Pippen he... would be a reserve all star in this league. Damn. What? Reserve prime Scotty Pippen. What? We're talking. You think he wouldn't be like prime top 20? Scottie. He wouldn't he wouldn't make he wouldn't be an all star starter. He wouldn't be like Oh, like, oh, oh. Yeah, yeah. I thought you meant like an alternate. Like he's no, gonna be mm, like no, 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 no. Yeah. He's making the all star game, but like the coaches are gonna have to vote him. Like he's never gonna get those votes. Oh, oh yeah, okay. for sure. So you don't. So he's not a top ten player to you, but he's a top like fifteen or so. Yeah, like fifteen to twenty ish. Yeah, like I'm he looking at his list. Like, I mean, like Donovan Mitchell is like the fourteen or fifteen best player this year. He's gonna be way fucking better than Donovan Mitchell. Nah, he's getting crossed yeah. up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm playing. I'm playing. I'm playing. I'm playing. I'm playing. Like Drew, I got JK, like, JK, JK. He's better. He's better than Paul George. <laughs> is he? I yes. feel like I feel like that's a conversation. I'm oh, Scotty Pippen. I'm, listen, Scotty didn't really have a bag like that, though. Oh my god! <laughs> Offensively, I, listen, I don't know. This we got to talk about it. I may, I, I may I ultimately pick Scotty. He's knocking. The I don't think there's there. anything to talk about, bro. I may ultimately pick Scotty, but like, it's not a no-brainer, you know. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah. That's funny. Okay, next one. I'm gonna send you guys the doc from the last podcast. Go to the bottom yeah. of this, and you'll see the jerseys we're gonna talk about right now. Okay. We're going to play a little game I like to call Old versus New. We did it with logos. 
a couple of podcasts ago. So today we're gonna look at jerseys from different teams and decide which is better, the old one or the new one. Oh, I've been waiting on this. Let's go. Let's <laughs> go. Okay. Which NBA jersey is? How do I phrase this? Which NBA jersey is better, old or new? The Lakers. The old jersey is better. The old jersey is better. Yes, I don't it know is. If I agree. I'm gonna tell. I'm gonna tell y'all. I'm gonna tell y'all why. I'm gonna tell y'all why. Okay. And so number one, we hate capitalism. Nike, even though that I'm wearing this sweater, came in, ruined the NBA's jerseys. <laughs> this, the Lakers are the purple and gold. Their new jerseys are yellow. They are not gold. The other ones are a more indicative color of what they of what the Lakers should represent. Mm. Okay, well, I'm gonna go with the modern ones just because the collar with the stripes rather than that weird like little wishbone thing they had in the old ones. I don't like the collar at all. I think that's just a fucking that generation. That was that generation's thing though. So I, I can't. And that generation was that. ugly. Yeah, I just Hater. I just simply like why would you have that purple Lakers font and then not make the number the same color? People that do that all the time, sense. and I promise you, you don't notice that. Right, yeah, I noticed it, like, <laughs> fucking, who's this behind LeBron's goddamn picture? Is this Bruce Brown? Same thing with the Denver Nuggets. I hate that shit. Make it consistent. I hate Give it. Give me the New Jersey, fuck it. Yeah, nah, New Jersey. Nah, yeah, tripping. Nostalgia's not gonna blind me, I don't care. Yeah, fuck this. If it wasn't, if, if you had Roberts, no, not Roberts, who's a random Who? Shannon Brown in that jersey, would you still Robert say? Robert Sarver. <laughs> <laughs> not oh. Sarver, my bad. Even Zachary? <laughs> if, you, if you had Shannon Brown in that in that jersey instead of Kobe, would you be? Would that be the same answer, Donovan? Be real? Yes. You're lying. We're, we're, ta- we're talking <laughs> about jerseys. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. All right, what about the 76ers? Old. Easily. The old one. The old one is too that iconic. It's, it's too just, iconic. See, I want to pick the old one, too. The, I like the logo more, the Sixers with the ball going across. But I don't know, the colors in the new one, the red with the white looks so clean that it makes me almost want to pick that one. You telling me you don't like satin basketball jerseys? Come yeah. on now. Come Listen, on I now. love the Sixers one, but that, that blue on the new one, bro, that shit is gorgeous. Nah, that blue seems, on the but, new one is clean, but there's nothing comparable to that old to that old style. Talk nothing about it, Mo. Yeah, that, nothing that, like it. That logo is real nice. I guess I'll go with the old one, too. Talk about it, Mo. Yeah. But again, I don't like the cut of the jersey. Like That old cut with the big, giant shoulders, it looks terrible. That's yeah, just 2000s true. fashion. Yeah, that's that a was You can't blame him on that. <laughs> yes, I can. It sucks. <laughs> okay. How about the what about the Houston Rockets? New, new and a new easy. Yeah. This old easy? one is one. Yes, when they changed it from this old one in like 2015, it was the most needed refresh. That old one with the stripes on the side, it was so dated. This new one, one is them, gorgeous comparatively. Yeah, them two big ass loopy loops at the bottom were just yeah, disgusting, that bro. They were so unflattering. Yeah. If you ask me. Yeah. As a as a Houston native, y'all gonna have to ease up. <laughs> no, I don't think Those are those are nice. Those are those are okay. I think the new they're cool. They're okay. This is honestly, in my opinion, this is a wash. This they're both just okay. I wow, like the new ones wash. a lot. Yeah. See, I don't love the the current iteration as much, but the late James Harden, Chris Paul team ones, those was the perfect jersey, I think. I think those are the best Rockets ones we've seen in decades. Yeah. Okay. Okay. What about Oklahoma City? <laughs> okay, so some old, cool jerseys, but the old one washes. You listen, I'm going Supersonics no, with no the hesitation. Old, it's, old it's, one washes. Clean, clean sweep. Yeah. Yeah, we've never seen anything like that before. Not replicable whatsoever. Yeah. OKC jerseys are totally fine, I guess, but they're just fine. The Seattle yeah. Supersonics was elite branding. 
Bro, that color scheme was crazy. We ne- we had we still don't see color schemes like that in the NBA whatsoever. Elite branding, the Sonics, the bat where the basketball is at, just insane to me, bro. Adam Silver's insane. driving the NBA down. <laughs> I'm, I'm, hey, I, had to, I, for you. I didn't get that off. <laughs> Wait the, for the New Mexico Sonics back. Uh, the New Me- the New Mexico Sonics gonna go ahead and appear in the NBA in 2025. Wait on it. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. All right, what about the Golden State Warriors? I kind of like the new ones better. I think the new ones, they're just a little yeah. cleaner. I like the old yeah. ones. I like the color scheme of the old ones. But the, the new jersey, just that feel, it's it's clean. Yeah. And it works. We were talking like the old, old ones, like the blue ones with the red letters, sure. But I'm definitely taking the new ones over this 2000s one. Like, it's not really close to me. See, this is close to me. simply because I like just the big-ass W, and then it starts to get smaller and smaller and smaller <laughs> towards the other end. And that's really on par with Brandon, if you ask me. I fuck with the yeah. old one. The problem is that but navy blue with bad. those shades of orange are just not complementary colors. I feel like they're just like a nasty color. Yeah, thing. that is a navy blue, huh? That's nasty yeah. as fuck. Never mind. Yeah. You got you got better eyesight than me. Like I thought that. that shit was black. I thought that shit was black. <laughs> so easy. <laughs> no, if it was black jerseys are automatic W. So if that shit was black, I'd be picking it every time. Yeah. Who the fuck idea was that shit? Oh my god, they fumbled so hard. <laughs> <laughs> What's next? All right, next up we got, let me look at my list. Uh, I think we're going to save the other ones for later. Okay. Yeah, I guess that's, I guess that's oh, all we're we are not going to do the Miami one? Oh, it's the Miami one? No, I didn't see it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm blind. Where is it? Just I all went page nine. Oh, uh, gotcha. Okay. Yeah. What about the Miami Heat? I'm going to go old with the ones. old ones. Specific, easily, easily Just old. for the, the detail on the T that has the little flame. Yeah. So nice. Such yep. a Such a nice... Such a nice touch. Jeez, it's not even just that for me. It's the big white block numbers with the big hard red drop shadow. That style is so gorgeous to me and just adds this kind of contrast that the new ones just don't have at all. We're a graphic yeah. design pod. I love this. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. I just feel like the Miami's new jerseys or this new new school jersey or whatever, it's one of the most boring in the NBA, if you ask It me. is. You know and why? They have, so they have that fucking, you know what it is? They have that nasty-ass wishbone on the collar. It's so ugly. I hate that. <laughs> Yeah. It's funny because the, the Warriors have the same thing. The new Warriors ones have the same thing. Yeah, they do. They consistent, Isaac. <laughs> I, I simply do not see. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah that's all we got now. That would get us some funny TikToks in. Cool. But all right. I guess we're done. It was a good episode. We got our rankings out there. It was stressful. Hope you guys enjoyed it. As always, if you enjoyed it, leave us a like, drop a subscribe. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, rate us five stars. Help us grow. Yeah. We'll see you next time. See you.